Good morning. Today is Wednesday, the 21st of October, 2020. Our readings for this morning are Psalm 38, Ecclesiasticus, or the Wisdom of Jesus, Son of Sirach, chapter 7, verses 4 through 14, Revelation 8, 1 through 13, and the Gospel of Luke, chapter 10, verses 17 through 24. God is spirit, and those who worship must worship in spirit and in truth. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Creator, to set forth God's praise, to hear God's holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation and so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship God, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by God's infinite goodness and mercy. God of all mercy, we confess that we have sinned against you, opposing your will in our lives. We have denied your goodness in each other, in ourselves and in the world you have created. We repent of the evil that enslaves us, the evil we have done, and the evil done on our behalf. Forgive, restore, and strengthen us through our Savior Jesus Christ, that we may abide in your love and serve only your will. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through our Savior, Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Here and now we might entertain angels unaware. Here and now we can meet Christ and one another. Come, let us sing to God. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to God with psalms. For you are a great God. You are great above all gods. In your hand are the caverns of the earth, and the heights of the hills are yours also. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before God our Maker. For you are our God, and we are the people of your pasture, and the sheep of your hand. Oh, that today we would hearken to your voice. Here and now we might entertain angels unaware. Here and now we can meet Christ in one another. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity. One God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Psalm 38 O God, Do not rebuke me in your anger, 
or discipline me in your wrath. For your arrows have sunk into me, and your hand has come down on me. There is no soundness in my flesh because of your indignation. There is no health in my bones because of my sin. For my iniquities have gone over my head. They weigh like a burden too heavy for me. My wounds grow foul and fester because of my foolishness. I am utterly bowed down and prostrate. All day long I go around mourning, for my loins are filled with burning, and there is no soundness in my flesh. I am utterly spent and crushed. I groan because of the tumult of my heart. O God, all my longing is known to you. My sighing is not hidden from you. My heart throbs, my strength fails me. As for the light of my eyes, it also has gone from me. My friends and companions stand aloof from my affliction, and my neighbors stand far off. Those who seek my life lay their snares. Those who seek to hurt me speak of ruin and meditate treachery all day long. But I am like the deaf, I do not hear like the mute who cannot speak. Truly, I am like one who does not hear and in whose mouth there is no retort. But it is for you, O God, that I wait. It is you, O sovereign God, who will answer. For I pray, only do not let them rejoice over me, those who boast against me when my foot slips. For I am ready to fall, and my pain is ever with me. I confess my iniquity. I am sorry for my sin. Those who are my foes without cause are mighty, and many are those who hate me wrongfully. Those who render me evil for good are my adversaries because I follow after good. Do not forsake me, O God. O my God, do not be far from me. Make haste to help me. O God, my salvation, praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Ecclesiasticus, or the Wisdom of Jesus, Son of Sirach. Chapter 7, verses 4 through 14. Do not seek from God high office or the seat of honor from your earthly sovereign. Do not assert your righteousness before God or display your wisdom before the sovereign. Do not seek to become a judge or you may be unable to root out injustice. You may be partial to the powerful and so mar your integrity. Commit no offense against the public and do not disgrace yourself among the people. Do not commit a sin twice. Not even for one will you go unpunished. Do not say, God will consider the great number of my gifts, and when I make an offering to the Most High God, they will accept it. Do not grow weary when you pray. Do not neglect to give alms. Do not ridicule a person who is embittered in spirit. 
for there is one who humbles and exalts. Do not devise a lie against your brother, or do the same to a friend. Refuse to utter any lie, for it is a habit that results in no good. Do not babble in the assembly of the elders, and do not repeat yourself when you pray. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle H, a song of Hosea. Come, let us return to our God, who has torn us and will heal us. God has struck us and will bind up our wounds. After two days, revive us. On the third day, restore us, that in God's presence we may live. Let us humble ourselves. Let us strive to know God, whose justice dawns like morning light, its dawning as sure as the sunrise. God's justice will come to us like a shower, like spring rains that water the earth. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Revelation, chapter 8, verses 1 through 13. When the Lamb opened the seventh seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about half an hour. And I saw the seven angels who stand before God, and seven trumpets were given to them. Another angel with a golden censer came and stood at the altar. This angel was given a great quantity of incense to offer with the prayers of all the saints on the golden altar that is before the throne. And the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints rose before God from the hand of the angel. Then the angel took the censer and filled it with fire from the altar and threw it on the earth. And there were peals of thunder, rumblings, flashings of, flashes of lightning, and an earthquake. Now the seven angels who had the seven trumpets made ready to blow them. The first angel blew their trumpet, and there came hail and fire mixed with blood, and they were hurled to the earth. And a third of the earth was burned up, and a third of the trees were burned up, and all green grass was burned up. The second angel blew their trumpet, and something like a great mountain burning with fire was thrown into the sea. A third of the sea became blood. A third of the living creatures in the sea died, and a third of the ships were destroyed. The third angel blew their trumpet, and a great star fell from heaven, blazing like a torch, and it fell on a third of the rivers and on the springs of water. The name of the star is Wormwood. A third of the waters became wormwood, and many died from the water because it was made bitter. The fourth angel blew their trumpet, and a third of the sun was struck, and a third of the moon, and a third of the stars, so that a third of their light was darkened, a third of the day was kept from shining, and likewise the night. Then I looked, and I heard an eagle crying with a loud voice as it flew in mid-heaven. Woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth at the blasts of the other trumpets, 
that the three angels are about to blow. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle S, a song of our true nature. Christ revealed our frailty and our falling, our trespasses and our humiliations. Christ also revealed their blessed power, their blessed wisdom and love. Christ protects us as tenderly and as sweetly when we are in greatest need. Christ raises us in spirit and turns everything to glory and joy without ending. God is the ground and the substance, the very essence of nature. God is the true parent of nature. God is the true parent of natures. We are all bound to God by nature, and we are all bound to God by grace. And this grace is for all the world, because it is our precious mother, Christ. For this fair nature was prepared by Christ for the honor and nobility of all, and for the joy and bliss of salvation. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel of our Savior Jesus Christ, according to Luke. Glory to you, Jesus Christ. Luke chapter 10, verses 17 through 24. The 70 returned with joy, saying, God, in your name even the demons submit to us. Christ said to them, I watched Satan fall from heaven like a flash of lightning. See, I have given you authority to tread on snakes and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing will hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice at this, that the spirits submit to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. At that same hour, Jesus rejoiced in the Holy Spirit and said, I thank you, God, ruler of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and, and the intelligent and have revealed them to infants. Yes, God, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my creator, and no one knows who the begotten is except the creator, or who the creator is except the begotten and anyone to whom the begotten chooses to reveal God. Then turning to the disciples, Jesus said to them privately, Blessed are the eyes that see what you see. For I tell you that many prophets and kings desired to see what you see, but did not see it, and to hear what you hear, but did not hear it. The Gospel of Jesus Christ. Praise to you, Jesus Christ. A few thoughts on the readings today, my friends. First, our psalm is um, titled, like the, the subscript, kind of, a psalm of David for the memorial offering. And this being a psalm of confession and repentance and trust in God's healing and restoration and forgiveness, I think that perhaps this is a psalm that we can look at as remembering the pit and God's rescue from it 
And we certainly all know this. As I was reading it through, I, I thought, I know what this feels like. I know what this particular torment feels like. And I know also now, let's see, how do I put this? With my feet on solid ground, I both remember the anguish of the pit and also the joy of God's rescue from it. And the whole thing, when I look back on it, is swathed in God's love. I see God in every tableau of my memory. Our Hebrew scripture reading, um, actually it's Apocrypha, I think, from Sirach or Ecclesiasticus, however you like. There's a couple of things here. One, I, I get what the writer is saying at the beginning about don't, don't seek power, for in seeking power you might disqualify yourself from humbly wielding power in a way that is good and gracious. And... I think verses like this, not this particular one, because not a lot of mainstream Christians actually use the Apocrypha, at least in my experience. But passages like this have been used to enslave women, basically. Really what our culture does is tell women be humble when what it means is be submissive, be abused, be doormats. Keep your place beneath white men in our culture. Our culture tells men to be humble, but it doesn't mean the same thing that it means when we say it to women. And this is a healing that needs to happen. I don't want to speak out of turn, but I think that there might be a similar way in which it means something else when we say be humble to people of color. I think that humility for disenfranchised enslaved minority groups has been misused and I think quite frankly it's time for us to stop being humble or this twisted version of humility that has been force-fed us I can't tell you how many times in my career I've been told you come across as arrogant you need to be humble and if I had a dick, I would be told, you are confident. You have that indescribable leadership capability. And I'm, I'm bloody sick and tired of it, friends. And I'm sick and tired of it for everybody who's experienced it. And so I pray for healing on all of our behalf. Amen. As for the rest of our reading, I... I feel like this is, this is like, be perfect and also well-liked, which A, are impossible and B, are contradictory. The world rarely likes a perfect person and there aren't really perfect people anyway. So th these are all great pieces of advice to live, you know, to do your best at, but they are also absolutes. And so really we need to see a nuanced version, right? Just my thoughts. All right, our epistle today in Revelation 
this is to me a beautiful beginning to the passage where the the prayers are offered up with the incense I picture the wings of the angel kind of fanning the smoke and lifting it to God along with the prayers and that it's a beautiful imagery and B it also it reminds me that my prayers are not alone it's not I'm not Don Quixote tilting at the windmills of all the injustices in the world that all the saints and the angels pray along with us we are all praying together we are with the heavenly multitudes my friends I really don't even know what to say about the divine judgment that is described in the rest of our passage. Just that even in the midst of these plagues, like even in the midst of the plagues of Egypt, God is with us. And when we turn to God, God welcomes us with love. These are things we can count on and hold on to and trust in and live by. Amen. Lastly, our gospel reading. We are these blessed disciples that Jesus is talking to right here. Blessed are our eyes. And our ears, the things that we see and hear when we are spiritually connected to Christ are wondrous beyond belief. May we see and hear clearly. Amen. May we use the power that Christ has given us wisely and with love. May we remember that we have authority to tread on all snakes and, on snakes and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and our immortal souls will may, remain unharmed. Our eternal beings will not be hurt. But this power is not the source of our rejoicing. The source of our rejoicing is our eternal divinity that our names are written in heaven, that our home is with and in God, and that we have through Christ eternal life, immortality, and the only true safety. Amen. Forgive me, friends, if I sound a little off today. I don't know if you can pick it up in the recording, but my heart is heavy. I just feel full of grief today. And so in this time of prayer, I give it up to God, and I ask for your prayers for all who are grieving. And I entrust this grief to God. Amen. Let us affirm our faith together. We believe in God, the nurturer and teacher, from whom is named every family in heaven and on earth. 
We believe in Jesus Christ, begotten of divine love, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with that love. We believe in God, the Holy Spirit. She strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, source of all being, love incarnate, spirit of truth. Amen. Hear our cry, O God, and listen to our prayer. Let us pray. Our Creator in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your dominion come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the sovereignty, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. We will use the prayers found on page 12 of the Iona Abbey worship book. Into your care, O God, we place those whom we love. Those for whom we worry. Those from whom in time or place or affection we are distant. Into your care, O God, we place what grieves us and what inspires us and fills us with hope. Into your care, O God, we give ourselves. God bless to us our bodies. God bless to us our souls. God bless to us our lives. God bless to us. God bless to us our belief. Amen. The collect for proper 24. Almighty and everlasting God, in Christ you have revealed your glory among the nations. Preserve the works of your mercy, that your church throughout the world may persevere with steadfast faith in the confession of your name. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A Collect for Peace O God, the author of peace and lover of concord, to know you as eternal life and to serve you as perfect freedom. Defend us, your humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in your defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. A Collect for Grace Sovereign God, almighty and everlasting Creator, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power, that we may not fall into sin, nor be overcome by adversity. And in all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen.
Let us use, as we have been so often lately, the prayer of St. Francis as our prayer for mission. It is found on page 833 of the Book of Common Prayer. God, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. Let us now lift and hold in the light those whom God has placed on our hearts. And I'll follow with some intercessory prayers. Dear God, I pray that we remember what it felt like to be in the pits, what it felt like to be lifted by your mighty and gracious hand out of the pits, and especially what it felt like to be enfolded in your warm embrace. God, we remember your rescue, and we know that you are always rescuing. Let us rise up from the twisted and beating definitions of humility that our society has imposed and instead embrace your humility. The humility from coming that comes from knowing that you are in complete control, God, and that you have granted us divine power, that we don't have to hustle or struggle or compete for power because you have given us all the power of the Holy Spirit, power that we may tread on snakes and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing will hurt us. Our immortal souls are safe with you, God. But we rejoice not that the spirits submit to us. Our rejoicing is that our names are written in heaven, 
that our home is in and with you, that we were made by you, O God, of the same divine substance of which you yourself are made. We are awestruck by this. We rejoice along with your holy begotten and incarnate Jesus Christ in the Holy Spirit. And we are amazed that you have revealed all these things to us. We are spiritual infants, God. And we pray that we may be pure in heart and reception as infants. Bless our eyes that they may see. Bless our ears that they may hear. And bless our hands that they may do your love, God. May these prayers which we offer join with the incense of the angel with the golden censer in heaven and commingle with the prayers of the saints, with the prayers of the high multitude of heaven and with all your beloved creation, dear God. We lift this all up to you. Let us join together in melody, in praise, in beseeching, in patience, and in trust. In the holy name of your begotten, Jesus Christ, all this I pray. Amen. Friends, let us, play, let us pray together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, giver of all mercies, we, your co-creators, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Savior, Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives. By giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. The Prayer of St. Chrysostom. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved incarnate that when two or three are gathered together in Christ's name, you will be in the midst of them. You are in the midst of us now. Fulfill now, O God, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. Glory to God whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to God from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen. We live without fear for our creator has made us holy, has always protected us, and loves us as a good mother. We go now in peace to follow the good road 
and may God's blessing be with us always. Amen.